Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So Jeff Bezos just accidentally revealed the truth to, you know what I'm talking about. He revealed the truth about the U.S. economy. That's right. Let's go right to CNBC and you know exactly what I am referring to. And this goes back to what Jamie Dimon was doing the other day. So title right here, Jeff Bezos, aggressive. Those are their words, not mine. Aggressive, again Tuesday, selling more Amazon stock after unloading shares last week, sources say. So what I'm talking about is I think he's kind of showing us his cards, just like Jamie Dimon did the other day when Dimon sold 1 million shares of JP Morgan. Remember that? That was valued at like $140 million. And of course, the publicist comes out and says, oh, no, 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 no. He has... He has complete faith in the future of J.P. Morgan. He's just doing this because he's thinking about retiring. Yeah, sure, right. He's doing this because he sees an economic tsunami <laughs> coming our way that most likely won't be good for the banking system, including J.P. Morgan. Short term, now long term, it could be very beneficial because they could consolidate a lot of those banks and bring them onto their balance sheet. But short term, it could have a huge negative impact on their share price. So what, name me the stock or the business that has better insights to the U.S. consumer than Amazon. There isn't one, not even close. I mean, they are like the ultimate bellwether for the U.S. economy. So you don't think Jeff Bezos has some insider information as to the health of the consumer? Of course he does. So if you were Jeff Bezos, wouldn't you do the exact same thing? Now, it's true that he's got what, $150 billion worth of these shares. And he just sold last week, right around 240 million. I think he just sold a billion. That's a substantial amount. Now the PR people, the publicists are coming out and trying to spin this. Oh, Bezos does this every single year. Really? Well, then why are we seeing the stock impacted so heavily? Let's get right down to the key talking points and dive into this deeper. So Bezos is expected to be aggressive in selling more shares of Amazon Tuesday, sources told CNBC's David Faber. Bezos may sell as many as 8 million to 10 million shares. Why, this is, that makes Jamie Dimon look like a drop in the bucket. Jamie Dimon only sold a million shares. Bezos selling up to 10 million shares. Well, that's a vote of confidence for Amazon and therefore the overall economy. I mean, come on, come on. I mean, this stuff is so obvious. You know, what? where I get really frustrated is when the mainstream media or these people try to pull the wool over your eyes. Instead of just admitting, you know, hey, I'm, I don't think the economy is going to do great. I see this as a strategic move. No, they can't do, they can't just be honest with you for heaven's sakes. Uh, they have to come out and spin it as though you're gullible. It, it's just, it seems so condescending, right? That they want to try to dupe you because they think you're stupid enough to buy into whatever they say, regardless of how ridiculous it is, regardless of how it just makes no sense whatsoever. It's just, it really, really gets under my skin. It's just this whole attitude of the global elite. They all think the same way. Whether it's Bezos, whether it's uh, the, the clown at Salesforce, Benioff, whether it's Klaus, whether it's Bill Gates, it, it, they all see you 
is just a pleb. They see you, the average Joe and Jane, as someone who's just stupid and that they are the chosen few. They are intellectually superior to you by such a great margin, and you are so stupid. You're so close to a Neanderthal in their mind that they can just tell you anything, no matter how ridiculous, and they think that you're going to go ahead and buy it, hook, line, and sinker. It's it's just, it's really, really, mm, I hate to use the word offensive, but it just it just gets under my skin. It really pisses me off. It just shows you their their attitude. It just it 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 just brings it front and center. So here's what I'm talking about. Now they've got many excuses for this. Number one, he sells shares all the time to fund his his rocket program. Number two, he wants to give money to the the people in Maui. Uh, I guess him and his his fiance. Um, you know that's another crazy thing. You want to? How can someone as smart as Bezos just literally cut his money in half? What, like a year ago? Not even that much, or not even that long, or maybe it was a little longer than that. Josh, how long ago did Bezos get divorced? Maybe it was two years ago, something like that. But regardless, just you go from having this much now, you got this much, and the very first thing that he does is he makes the exact same mistake. Where now he's going to cut his, he went from this much to this much. Now he's going to go from this much to this much. It's like, how many times do you want to keep giving away half your income before you come to the conclusion that, hey, maybe this isn't the best path forward. Maybe the risk reward here doesn't make a lot of sense. Josh, do me a favor. Write write this down. Put this on the to-do list. Let's send Jeff Bezos a copy of the Rational Mail. I'm going to call Rolo as soon as we get done this live stream and make sure that Rolo sends Jeff Bezos a, co- a copy of the Rational Mabel. Let, let's red pill Jeff Bezos, for heaven's sakes. And my goodness gracious, it'll save him $85, mil- or 85 billion <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah, how do you put a price tag on that? Jeez. Anyway, getting back to this here. So Bezos, third richest man. Um he still owns 988 million shares of Amazon. Wow. Jeez, that, that is mind-blowing in and of itself. But here they say that, oh, so the reason that he gave for selling these shares is charitable donation. And I think the charitable donation is him saving money. <laughs> That's the charitable donation and how he can use that liquidity elsewhere. He can The charitable donation is he's going to be donating it to the U.S. government in the form of buying treasuries <laughs> to make a return as he sees the share price of Amazon go down and then buy it back after the treasury, Janet Yellen, has paid him 5.5%. So I think that's the charity that he's talking about is the U.S. government and the TGA, <laughs> which is Janet Yellen's account at the Fed. But in all seriousness here, uh, you know, what are you going to say? Charitable giving. They talk about him and uh, the gal that's going to take the half of what he's got left, Lauren Sanchez, uh, that they pledged that they, how can Lauren Sanchez pledge anything? Give me a break. Come on. What, what is Lauren Sanchez's net worth? I mean, without Bezos and what is it? 500 grand. And somehow you're including her in the, the pledge that she, she's not making a pledge. She doesn't have anything to pledge for heaven's sakes. Bezos pledged a hundred million to recovery efforts in Maui. Okay, fine. He pledged a hundred million. Why is he selling 1.2 billion 
worth of Amazon shares. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Then they go on to say that it's because he needs money for his rockets. Uh, Okay, maybe, maybe, but maybe not. It's just like maybe Jamie Dimon was selling those shares because he's retiring, but maybe not. I think you've got to look at it within the context of all the other data points that we see throughout the U.S. and global economy, for that matter. we got to look at Europe, China being in absolute recession. We have to look at the unemployment rate going up. We have to look at the inversion of the curve. We have to look at um, all of these leading indicators that we discussed on that video yesterday that have that haven't been this bad since the GFC and are only this bad when we are in an economic recession not heading toward a recession but in a recession right now let me give you some more of these data points that i am referring to right here 60% of americans living paycheck to paycheck now we did a story on this about maybe 3 or 4 weeks ago but there's more to add to this story So we've got this Lending Club report, um, and this is from 2022, just a new one that came out in 2023. But in this report, as you guys probably remember, not only did 60% of Americans say they're living paycheck paycheck to paycheck, but 40% of people making over 100 grand a year said that they're living paycheck to paycheck. On top of that, it says right here in the newest study, uh, or the newest report, I guess in... 2023, four of 10 consumers consider themselves worse off relative to 2022. So 40% of consumers consider themselves worse off. Why do you think that is? It's because of all the stuff that we talk about on this channel. It's because the student loan payments are coming back. It's because wages have not kept up with the rate of inflation. It's because that the additional savings through all the stimmies and PPP and whatnot, that's coming to an end. That that is running dry. In addition, it's not just that people's incomes have gone down in real terms, but it's also their payments. Now, most people, when they think of payments or debt, they immediately jumped to a 30-year fixed rate mortgage and say, oh, George, that doesn't apply to anybody. Look, all these people have 30-year fixed rate mortgages at 3%, so their monthly payments aren't going up. Right, but let's not forget, getting down into the rest of this article, they point out that credit card debt now tops $1 trillion. Almost all, or 96% of shoppers, said they expect to overspend this season. I don't even know what overspend means, because spending anything at all, based on how broke most people are, would constitute 
quote unquote, overspending. But let's focus on this $1 trillion with the credit card debt. You see, regardless of how many 30-year fixed rate mortgages you have, your credit card debt, that is adjustable rate. So if we think about even the minimum payment on a credit card balance, that's going up exponentially. So even if you haven't spent more, and let's say your credit card balance is five grand or 10 grand, something like that. And let's say that represented a monthly payment of, let's just say $200, keep it easy. Okay, that's at one or 2% interest rates. Now, if interest rates are where they are, all of a sudden that $200 payment is five, six, 700. See, so it's, it's not just the stuff that they're buying, it's their minimum payments that they're having to make on all of this other debt they have outside of the 30-year fixed rate rate mortgage. You can't just get hyper-focused on the fixed rate mortgage. You got to look at everything in its totality. It's just like looking at home prices or the expenses of a homeowner just through the lens of what they have to pay for their mortgage or the bank every month. No, no, you got to look at all the costs of owning a home. You got to look at property taxes. You got to look at insurance. You got to look at maintenance costs. And if all these other costs are going through the roof, well, that is going to put people in the same position as far as having to sell their home as an adjustable rate mortgage. The, the net result is the exact same. But getting back to this article here, some 74% of Americans say they are stressed about finances. And again, if you're seeing all this stuff and if you're looking at the data firsthand via Amazon and, and you see it as it's playing out, you see it in real time. So when you start to see all this stuff, it's confirming all of these other economic data points. If you own a billion dollars of, or my goodness, 10 million shares of Amazon, what are you going to do with it? Again, you'd likely do the exact same thing. And you'd, of course, give it to charity. But that charity would be Janet Yellen, so you could get your 5.5% until you watch kind of the house of cards crumble. You let the dust settle, and then you redeploy that capital. Again, I'm not saying that he's doing that. I'm saying we've got to look at these red flags. And, and, and you know, going back to Rolo and going back to the rational male, I think we could also, all of us, could learn a lesson. I mean, obviously, Jeff Bezos really needs to learn the lessons of the book. But one of the things that you all know is that when you're dealing with someone, it's it not just you know the opposite sex, <laughs> but when you're dealing with anybody, actions speak louder than words. So when we're when we look at Jamie Dimon, actions speak louder than words. When we're looking at Bezos, the exact same thing. So you can sit there and tell me about your rockets and charity all day long, but the fact that you're you're selling these shares, that in and of itself is data that we need to determine probabilities of what may happen with the U.S. economy moving into 2024. If this was just an isolated instance, right, if we had no other data points, I'd say, oh, man, that's fair. There's like a 50-50 shot that that's really what he's doing. But when we combine this with everything else that we're seeing, it, it, it is a head scratcher, to say the least. And I think it's definitely a red flag. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I'd like to remind everyone that we got a Thanksgiving sale going on for the tickets of Rebel Capitalist Live. It lasts till Friday, and you can get all the information you need on the event and uh, some of the speakers we've got lined up, past speakers, and you can buy your tickets at rebelcapitalistlive.com. So on that note, I will see you on the next video, and I will see you face-to-face -face in May in Orlando at the next Rebel Capitals Live.